Welcome, Podcast Universe and listeners, to the podcast for Permit Tech Nation, where we permit where you build. PTN, our organization's focus is to promoting, teaching, and networking in the permit tech profession across the country. And one of those initiatives is this podcast where we're going to promote and teach and let you know about what permit techs do across the country. My name is Christina Jackson. I'm one of the Permit Tech board members. And with me today is Ms. Michelle Lynn Barger. She is a Permit Tech Nation board member as well. And she's a plans examiner too for Springfield, Oregon. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Christina? I'm good. So let's start the podcast off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I've been doing, I got started in permit teching about seven years ago for a third party and um, over the la over the last five years, I've been working towards becoming a residential and now commercial plans examiner. And I'm heavily involved in our state Oregon or Oregon state chapter of permit techs called Oregon Permit Techs Association. I'm the current president and I'm also involved heavily with Permit Tech Nation and it's been a fun journey. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So for our listeners, tell us what is a permit tech? A uh, permit tech is the face of the building department or community development department. They are the ones that tend to get all the questions, answer the phone calls, route the uh, the questions to the right people within the departments. They have to know a lot of everything. Some permit techs wear multiple hats. They operate under uh, the HR department or the financial department um, in addition to their regular um, front counter jobs. Sometimes they're they they're the ones that uh, attend the community development meetings and um, the board meetings for the city or jurisdiction. So there's a there's a lot of different hats that that permit techs have to wear and have to know about to navigate their jobs on a daily basis. Wow, sounds so interesting. Um, so you said you've been in this industry for seven years, but how long have you really been in, you know, the co-profession industry? Um, the same amount of time. I, I switched gears. I used to work in sales. I used to manage a fabrication shop doing countertops and bathrooms. They did tile installation and I did that for about 20 years. And, oh, wow. and I knew that there was a whole code world, but I never dipped my toes into it. And I just got burnt out, wanted to try something different and got started as an admin assistant for this third party, Northwest Code Pros here in Eugene, Oregon. And from there I went, wow, all the nitpicky detail stuff that I'm really interested in. And I know how to communicate with contractors because that's what I've done for the last 20 years. I think I can do this and that's where it got started. That's very interesting. So when you got involved in permanent tech, did you realize that you liked it? I did. I realized I could use my drafting skills from college and all the, the really cool stuff associated with it. Plus I got to, you know, open a code book and learn about why everything was the way it was. Oh, right, right, right. So you love being a permit tech. 
I do. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so one question I have is how did you become a permit tech? Like who drafted you from that world? So um, like I said, with the uh, with getting started as an admin assistant and kind of opened my eyes to the whole code profession, um, my bosses, my team recognized that I was asking a lot of questions and I wanted to be able to answer those questions as a front counter person. And so I just kept asking a bunch of questions and they said, wow, would you be interested in taking your permit exam? And I said, sure, what's that? And so I started studying for that and passed about six months after I got the job. And from there, just continued to build on my knowledge and shadowed the plans examiners in the back and was able to uh, jump into um, doing going on inspections and seeing what they do in the field. And it just kind of like expanded my whole mind on what this profession was and where I could go. That's very um, interesting, Michelle. I, I love it. So what do you think people misunderstand about the permit tech profession? Um, I think people misunderstand that it's simply an admin assistant position. There's a, a solid foundation that you need to operate from as a permit tech in order to be um, helpful to your departments. Um, someone who only answers the phone and only sends all the code questions over to everybody else. It inundates those other staff people with things when they're trying to focus on you know, their their regular day in and day out duties. Um, and so to be able to help navigate some questions about planning and infrastructure and building permits and what that entails, the more knowledge you have at that front counter, you, you take a lot off of the shoulders of the people who you're supporting um, on the back end. So those people on the back end would be your building officials, your inspectors, because if it doesn't come through your desk correctly, it ruins the whole chain process when it comes to construction process. Would you say that's an accurate statement? Absolutely. It makes a huge difference in your turnaround times for doing plan reviews, for scheduling, for making sure you have all the appropriate information that you have at the beginning. It makes everybody's job so much easier. So Michelle, I want you to tell the listeners what professional doors has your permit tech career opened for you? Well, as a permit tech, I got exposed to all the different levels of what a building department does for a community. And um, me personally, I started off as a, you know, customer service. I had a really strong customer service uh, base and I went to college to learn drafting and design. So I got to use those skills as well. It opened the door to me becoming a residential plans examiner. And then from that point, I saw where I wanted to continue my learning and have a stronger knowledge base as to why things were the way they were. And so I went to Chemeketa Community College at uh, in Salem, Oregon, the state capital. And from there, I got more training and, and got my certifications to become a commercial plans examiner and 
um, got my building official cert. And so it really can take you from floor to ceiling. There's really no limits once you're in that that permit tech role. And so what I I guess the, the interesting question is, have you had support along the way? Oh, Who has yes. been your biggest cheerleaders? Um, you can include those from Permit Tech Nation who have been your biggest uh, cheerleaders, but um, what would you say has been your motivation and your uh, ambition as far as getting those certifications and, and, and moving along in your career? Well, I noticed that I wanted to be on an equal level to the other plans examiners and inspectors that I was working with, which led me going to college to get that additional training. But um, everybody who I've worked with from um, from the early days being in this profession, everybody in my office was really supportive. Um, early on, I got involved in Oregon Permit Tech Association. They were all very supportive and that led me to Permit Tech Nation, which was extremely supportive. And um, through the networking channels within all of those avenues, I've met so many people across the country and internationally that continue to be a huge support and a path for me to bounce questions off of and um, boost my ego when I'm feeling a little deflated and you know we all go through it and to be able to rely on those people um, my family was huge um, my husband pretty much took on the role of mom and dad while I was going to school because I went to school at night while I worked full-time during the day and it was Monday through Thursday so it was really intense and then Friday Saturday and Sunday was homework from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. so it was a really intense you know path to get to where I am now and there's no way I could have done it by myself. I think everybody who I've met along this path has been a huge support. That is a awesome story. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners um, so that they know that there's different paths. Um, one person's path doesn't look the same as the other person's path, but it's about being persistent and consistent and staying with it and to create those channels where people are supporting you. And so that leads into the next question. What is PTN? What is Permit Tech Nation? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It is the most amazing group of women and men who make this their day in and day out profession. Uh, like I said earlier with the support, it is a huge support group. They provide resources for training. Um, they support our chapter in Oregon. They support every chapter across the U.S. Uh, I mean, they've got a, a really powerful following of um, individuals who keep track of what Permit Tech Nation is doing at the, the local, state, and national level. I mean, even the International Code Council at the highest levels of International Code Council are now, you know, seeing what we do and wanting to participate and be involved and uh, and to hang out with with this group of people at the conferences. Cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so much fun. 
the late nights I can't hang with anymore, but, <laughs> but oh my gosh, such a fantastic group of people from all walks of life that you get to mingle with and, and hang out with. It's really a great group. That is awesome, and I, I totally agree with that as well. Um, so what is Permit Tech's role in the Permit Tech industry as a whole? So permit techs in the industry of building and codes, um, we're the, the frontline support. We give the administrative support to building and community development departments. Um, there's a really thorough knowledge of administrative rules that have to be adhered to, and permit techs are really familiar with the ins and outs of that. They're familiar with zoning rules and regulations, um, in addition to those what people call soft skills, but I really I disagree with the idea of having them as soft skills. The the um, the ability to interact with people with different points of view and and not knowing um, what their day is looking like. They might come in grumpy and mad and and you still have to serve them. You still need to to be able to help them and answer their questions and and also figuring out what is really what they're trying to ask. Sometimes they don't know the right questions to ask and being able to lead them down a path that gets them to an answer or gets them to a yes is huge. So sometimes, you know, you have to be really flexible in your approach. You have to be mindful of the people around you. It's, you know, you don't have a, a shield to protect you. You are the face. You are the personality that supports your department. And when people feel welcomed and helped and they leave um, with a better outlook on whatever project they have going on, then it's a win for, for not only permit tax, but your whole department and the perception of the city as a whole. Oh, Christine, I can't, I can't hear you. I love the networking <laughs> that PTN does. It's a great, great organization. I, I, I can't speak more highly of it because um, it takes the time to develop front counter um, permit techs in their profession and in their career and let people realize it is a career. There's certifications attached to permit techs. Yes. Um, there are permit tech specialists out there in the world. So what and they do is very important. Yeah, and a lot of permit techs take that administrative role to the next level and become the building official for their department. Even without all of the, the technical know-how that you would get with the inspectors or the plans examiners from an administrative point of view, um, some of the permit techs in the building official roles are very valuable because of what they bring to their departments. That, that's a very good point. Thank you, Michelle, for pointing that out. Um, so what is the future of permit tax? Well, um, we're going to keep on keeping on with staying at the forefront of um, International Code Council and what how they view us. Um, we're trying to work with ICC on revamping their uh, permit tech path. They had that um, they had a great pathway on their website, I think, until 
2019 or 2020 and I think they've taken it down and we're trying to get them to revamp it and put it back up uh, to show the, the pathway of a permit tech and all the possibilities of a permit tech. Um, you know, the permit techs are not limited by simply doing administrative duties. They are valuable to every department that they come in contact with and they're a valuable resource for their community as well as their departments. So I think with the, the building of the just spreading the word to those communities who maybe don't value their permit text as much, knowing that um, permit texts do a lot of heavy lifting that all of us in the back don't have to worry about because we're not on the front counter all the time. Um, I think if we can continue to raise that profile within both the industry and within the community, it will continue to help with um, just expanding the importance of what a permit tax role is within their community and their departments. And with that, that's a great way to end our interview with Ms. Michelle Lynn Barger, um, per Permit Tech Nation board member and plans examiner two with Springfield, Oregon. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being our guest on today's podcast. Can you let everyone know how to contact you if they need have any questions or follow ups? Oh, sure. So um, I am on LinkedIn under Michelle Lindbarger. That's a great way to get a hold of me. Um, sometimes I do take a hiatus, but if I have direct messages, I'm happy to answer those. Um, I'm not on any other social media because it's just there's too much going on. I can't. <laughs> I need to worry about my mental health too. <laughs> decompress. Decompress. <laughs> right, right. Um, so through LinkedIn under Michelle Lindbarger, um, you can always reach out to me at the city of Springfield as well, Springfield, Oregon. Um, my, I'm happy to give out my email address. I don't know if, if that's what you were looking for, but. LinkedIn would be just fine. Yeah, yeah. Or they can it, always go to permittechnation.org and type in the info chat saying that they want to get in contact with you because all of our go. board members are available through our Permit Tech Nation website. Correct. Or you well, can also reach out through Oregon Permit Tech Association. Well, Michelle, thank you so much. I believe this will be the first of many conversations that we're going to have.